Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. where we drink wine or whatever and count down our top five favorites of all the things. I am your host, Amanda, and I am joined by my almost always uh, very frequent guest, Casey. Say hello, Casey. Unofficial co-host. We'll yeah. leave it at that. I'm too much yeah. of a control freak. You know this. I know. That's why I don't complain. And hello, <laughs> everybody. I am happy to be here on the Welcome back after a two-month vacation episode of The Sip List. Yeah, it's been a... I've been not complaining at all, but I have been doing a lot of appearances on a lot of podcasts, and The Sip List has kind of taken a back burner, but we're coming back, maybe. The new year is going to be full of some new stuff. So, but I'm super excited because we have a newcomer! Yay! Hi, Shanna. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited. I'm excited to talk about Christmas movies. Yeah. Hannah, like, Casey, I'm trying to record a podcast here. What? I'm standing outside. I can't control the outside. <laughs> Why don't you make a little bit more noise? Put us Anyway. I will if you want me to. Uh, Shanna, you want to tell us about what you're up to and where people can find you? Um, really not up to much. Just working on a few projects. Uh, cool. Yeah. And things some stuff. Go ahead. Casey, just... I that's said why and. I asked. I asked it as an open-ended question. Oh. Oh, just, you know, excited to be here. Kind of got some things in the works. Nothing to make official just yet, but... Yay! Yeah, definitely excited to be here. See, Casey, I'm a smart cookie. I know what to ask and what not to ask. Jesus. Not my first rodeo. <laughs> uh, One of the movies on my list tonight, actually, the guy goes, not my first rodeo. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very obscure quote, but... Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we are here tonight, um, a couple of days after my birthday. Happy birthday to me. It's still my birthday week, so. We're still celebrating. I hate when my birthday week starts on a Monday, because it's like, I should have started celebrating last week, and then, but whatever. That doesn't um, stop you. Excuse me? I said that doesn't stop you. That's true. Just take two weeks. It's fine. <laughs> I don't take forever, because, you know. Um, let's see. What am I looking at here? Sorry. 
Oh, there we go. Okay, so we're here to talk about our top five favorite Christmas comedies. <laughs> Christmas comedies. <laughs> um, so we'll get to that in a minute. But first, Shanna, what are you sipping on tonight? I have Sprite Zero mixed with some 99 bananas. And what is 99 bananas? It is very strong banana liqueur. Let me see. Here's the bottle. And it's nice Jamaican. 99 bananas, but a bitch ain't one. Yep. <laughs> Seriously, you just stole my freaking joke. I was being polite <laughs> and letting her finish. And you freaking swoop in and freaking steal. Hey, we're all bananas. You're fired. The shit is but it's kind of signature fruit because it go, rhymes with my name. Shanna Banana. I, you know what is hilarious? I was going to message you last night and ask if I could call you that. Absolutely. And now you've opened the door Harvey, for it, so I'm going Harvey to. Harvey already does. Oh, okay. Harvey already does it. Yeah, it somehow it popped into my head last night. I was like, I'm going to start calling her that. Yeah, everybody. Honestly, that is typically how I tell people how to pronounce my name. I'm like, it runs with banana. Yeah, it's like Shana or Shauna. And it's a funny story. My name is spelled S H A N A, which it's typically spelled with two N's, but I was born as a military brat and mm -hmm. spelled it wrong on my birth certificate. So my parents are like, that's your name now. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about you. <laughs> that's what you got. Going to take away a whole N. I was also born as a military that brat. Is bananas. E A N A N A S. I learned how to spell it. Bananas. Right. Thanks, Gwen Stefani. Mm -hmm. Gwen Stefani and Fergie taught me how to spell everything. Yes. What the hell Casey, is Fergie teaching What are you? Uh, D to the E to the L I C I O U S to the D to the E. <laughs> oh. Fergie delicious. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so she taught me how to spell delicious. It's so delicious. Oh. It's fergalicious. Okay. <laughs> Make that voice go loco. Exactly. Man, Fergie used to be cool until she botched the national anthem and divorced my husband. So Josh Jamel. Yeah, Josh Jamel is like the second or third in line for the love of my life. <laughs> it's fucking hot. Especially in Las Vegas. If you ever watched the show Las Vegas? Oh my yes. god, he's so sexy. I want to die. Anyway. <laughs> Casey, are you sipping on anything? The gin juice. Laid back. Mind on my money, on my money, huh? on my mind. You don't drink gin. Can you pay attention for fuck's sake? We're recording a podcast here. What do you have more important I'm going drinking... on than talking to us? Sharing the link to this episode. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're so forgiven. You get more <laughs> listeners. Clam your tits, lady. They they are clammed, I think. And I was turning the volume off on my ringer because nobody told me to do it. Sorry, I forgot. Silencio El Telefono, please. I am Lord. drinking. The OJ. As an orange juice? Straight? As an orange juice. Wow. Like yep. nothing in it? 
I know it. It's not a mimosa, so Amanda's not. Or a down screwdriver, for that. or a tequila sunrise. Yeah, like what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Evidently, it reminds a lot. me of Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. It's, it, club soda. Don't mix that up with my drinker. I I will just like throw up. Oh, the club soda and see, Dre's got my back. Straight though, straight OJ. Yeah, definitely don't mix that shit up with any of my drinks. None of that healthy stuff. Yeah. I actually don't like orange juice, but it's, you know, mimosas are pretty much, I just put a splash in so it's socially acceptable. Right. To drink, to day drink. Yeah. Well, I am drinking some wine, some red wine, and it is. Shocking. uh, I know. Alamos Malbec. So Malbec is like pretty much my favorite red wine and um alamos is really good it's like 10 to 12 bucks a bottle deandre sunny d isn't even orange juice it's like orange juice concentrate plus a bunch of other chemicals it's like it's like try to tell us you who is chocolate milk yeah or like high c it's like high c (laughs) what why are you judging the men in the network I'm not judging. I'm just saying if you want to be healthy, Sunny D ain't it. There's no vitamin C. Did we say we wanted to be healthy? Why else are you drinking orange juice in the PM? Because literally my my top priority was to come home, eat dinner, and get ready for this episode. (laughs) I think he means (laughs) you, (laughs) you. Oh, Dre is on a roll. Yoo-hoo and a little rum? <laughs> rum? Rumpelstiltskin? Okay, anyway. Um, anyway, so yeah. Almost Malbec. Malbec <laughs> uh, is a very reasonably priced red wine. If you're into Malbec, I highly recommend checking it out. There's my uh, Malbec. Alamos. Wine people. Sponsor me. Here you go. Woo! Are you trying to get 21 credits? <laughs> no, I'm coughing. Say what now? you. Aren't you trying to get like 37 crimes? I was trying to get 19 crimes to support me. And you know what they have that I saw at Kroger and I was like, I almost bought it. I think I may still. So you know how they have this. No, no. Um, (laughs) They had the, the Snoop because you know, the, the, the Snoop like Cali red and then there's the Rose one. And then they have the Martha Chardonnay. They had a box set and it was all pretty and it was one bottle of Snoop and one bottle of Martha and it was like the Snoop and Martha combo pack. I was like, that's awesome. I may have to buy it. Even if you Uh, never just to have the bottles. Well, so 19 Crimes bottles are like interactive bottles. Have you ever seen these? Mm -mm. The labels, uh, if you download an app, you can scan the label and it shows you like a video. Um. So the original 19 crimes, each label is a different person who committed a different crime and they're real people. Um, And so it tells you their story. And then the Snoop and Martha ones, Martha doesn't talk about her crime. She talks about what to pair wine with and whatever. But um, anyway, they're really fun. I'll send you a video, but yeah, they're super cute. So they're worth it just for the label. And it's like 15 bucks. Nice. Yeah. I've always wanted, I've never really been a wine drinker because I don't know what kind to get. And I can totally help you. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I know they have those, like, 
wine clubs now where you can put in like mm-hmm. fill out a questionnaire and they'll ship you some and I'm just like mm, you know I don't know if I I, I I might just stick to liquor yeah well and a lot of those if you if you find the right one if you don't like them they'll replace it for you yeah so um but it's definitely a like the way I learned to drink wine was with um like wine and food dinners mm-hmm. that we used to do um but yeah it's just I don't know. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. You'd find a good wine to have with fried chicken. Mm. <laughs> Definitely something savory. Or maybe sweet. It'd be like a chicken and waffles kind of scenario. Yeah. You could pair like a Moscato with fried chicken. Okay. So we're going to get to our top five. But before we do that, we're going to do some sip libs. And this is Shanna's first sip libs. So basically... It's Mad Libs. God, please, and... I hope there's no hairy assholes. I really hope not, too. That I leave that to Jen and Chris with their naughtiness. But we're also going to be naughty. So the only rule is that the first adjective has to be certifiably fuckable. I'm going to go ahead and fill that in. As long and as it's you not just... a baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whew, that was bad. So, Shanna, you just say whatever comes to your mind. It can be. <laughs> Dre, isn't that expensive? I can't read it. My eyes are v- like. Vev click. Vuv click. I can never say it. Or maybe it's not that expensive. I don't, I don't remember. But I know I've had it. It's good. Are you insinuating that Dre is a cheap drunk? No. That's why I asked if it was expensive, you dick. Anyway, it's Ugh. like, okay, he said it's like 40 bucks. That's not bad. Okay. So I can say whatever comes into my mind. It doesn't have to be filtered or censored. No, so you say whatever you want, honey. Right. Um, it's no, uh, it's no mow it shambling. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen that SNL skit with the, the girls that used to be porn stars and they do the <laughs> mow it shambling? Yes. Which is, we're not porn stars anymore. <laughs> I love those. Okay, here we go. This one is entitled The 12 Days of Christmas. Um, oh, there was a, there was one that was the Christmas song, like the Nat King Cole one, but Casey, it was as long as the Nightmare on My Street one. And I was like, no. Oh, fuck Shannon, that. We did one that went on for like 20 minutes. Oh, it Lord. took forever. So. All right, Shannon, you're and that wasn't the reading, with... that was the filling it in. Yeah. A holiday. Kwanzaa. Oh my God, you read my mind. That's what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> Casey, a plural Luma. occupation. Hookers. Sex workers. Okay. No. Verb ending in Hookers. I for me. I'm going to say humping. Chana, verb ending in ing. Queefing. Ooh, nice. Good one. Coming in hot. I like it. Casey, plural noun. Should I just go ahead and fill it in? What? Well, what do you think I'm going to say? I know what you're going to say. It's a plural noun. Roast, beef, Mm -hmm. curtains. That's going to go well with queefing. I'm excited. 
<laughs> Almost really as well as Harry and Asshole. Ones. Um, plural noun for me. I'm gonna say taints. <coughs> okay. Occupation plural. Shanna. School bus drivers. Ooh. Taints and school bus drivers. You're good at this. Casey, verb ending in ing. Laughing. Okay. Plural noun for me, I'm going to say nutcrackers. I was thinking that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Shanna, adjective. Squishy. Casey, verb ending in ing. This thing on. Eating. Okay. Yes, I said eating. <laughs> a nationality for me. Hmm. I'm going to say Brazilian. Shanna, plural noun. Car seat cover. Oh, wow. That was very specific. Hey, Casey, an animal. Three-toed sloth. <laughs> She's like, hey. <laughs> let's just make this as long as possible. That's what she said. <laughs> and last, last one, a noun. Ooh. Is orgasm a noun or a verb? I think it's both. Yeah, it's both. I'm going to say orgasm. Okay. Person, place, or thing. <laughs> okay I, I don't know if I can sing it but I'll try on the 12th day of Kwanzaa my certifiably fuckable love sent to me 12 hookers humping 11 pipers queefing 10 roast beef curtains a leaping 9 taints <laughs> 9 taints dancing 8 school bus drivers a milking 7 swans a laughing Six nutcrackers a laying, five squishy rings, four eating birds, three Brazilian hens, two turtle car seat covers, and a three toed sloth in an orgasm tree. <laughs> What's an orgasm tree? I want one. I want to plant one in my yard. <laughs> I want to plant one in my house. I got money. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good one. Corpse <laughs> uh, Dre thinks it's the best Christmas song ever. He doesn't like Christmas songs. Well, yeah, so we're rewriting a classic. I mean, this is the new classic. Yeah. So is, since Dre can't thing. say it, I will say since Dre can't say it, I will say it for him. Fuck Christmas songs. Fuck you. I like Christmas songs. Yeah. I don't even celebrate those. Uh -huh. yeah, sure. Go say, fuck yourself. Fuck me, if Dre said it, you wouldn't say fuck you to Dre. That's rude. I, I would too. I have said that to Dre. <laughs> no, you haven't. 
Uh, Dre, I have indeed said fuck you to you, I'm pretty sure. Even if it was in a loving way. Not that kind of loving way. That's not what I meant. You are very welcome, sir. It's not getting any bright ideas. All right. So, top five Christmas comedies. And, and I will say this, too. This will not be the last time I will speak for Dre in this episode. See? I have. See? I have. All right. So, I will tell everybody before we kind of, which, you know, I think Casey and I know each other extremely well, so we kind of know where each other lands on a lot of stuff. But, you know, Shanna, you're new in here, so you may not know. But what I I will say for my choices, um, what I had to do, because there are so many good, funny Christmas movies, there was no way for me to narrow this down. So the way that I picked my five was movies that have a unique storyline. So something about them that is different than just the typical Christmas cute movie. Like it has some kind of thing in the storyline that is unique or different. Okay. So um, with that being said, did you guys use any criteria to make your choices? Shanna? With mine, I narrowed it down to a lot of people are of the opinion that if it happens during Christmas, that it is a Christmas movie. And sure. I agree with that. Um, However, I narrowed this list down because I wanted the movie to be centered around Christmas, not just happen during Christmas. Gotcha. That makes sense. Cornholio, did you have any criteria? Do you need TP for your bunghole? Nope. What, wife? <laughs> I, I'm Poopery? not TP for my bunghole. Are you threatening, Are you threatening me? <laughs> With TP, yes. Okay. Need a bidet in your uh, life? Okay. So my, I will say this. The only criteria I had for my list was I had three movies that popped into my head immediately, and then I could not think of another one to save my fucking life. So if it was remotely That's funny, it got, one of the last, it got one of the last two spots. Okay. So... so uh. Shanna, you want to make a guess as to how many you'll have in common with me and or Casey? I'm going to go with two. Okay. Casey? Well, two with both of us or? I would say two with you and two with Casey. Okay. Casey? Two with you. Well, two with both of you. I'll go with two for both of you. Okay. I know definitely one with Shanna. I'm going to go real bold not, right here. I'm going to make a bold prediction. And you that I'm going to, y'all are going to have zero in common with me. I, I think nobody's going to have any of my movies. Okay. I could Probably be wrong because again, Shanna, I don't know you that well. Casey, I don't. I guarantee Casey isn't going to have any of my movies. There's one Good. that has maybe a ten percent potential. That's it. Okay. Okay, Dre, you want to play as well? What do you What do you want to say? I went. I told you I went off on. I went off the cuff for this one because it was just too difficult. You have all the classics, which I'm sure we'll get to, but. 
So yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Shanna, we're going to let you start since you are the official guest with your number five. My number five is Bad Santa. Nice. Casey, nobody can see you. Well, except the people on Facebook. The people listening can't see you. Use your words. Freaking Jesus God. I was being <laughs> nice and waiting. Oh, okay. Sorry. That was my number five. Okay. Oh, same spot even. Jeez, Look at you guys. Sorry. So, Dre, if you have your own top five, we want to hear it at the end. Um. So, Shanna, why did you pick Bad Santa? Well, first of all, it's got that <coughs> dirty humor that I think is absolutely hysterical. Mm-hmm. When most people think of Christmas movies, they think of that pure family, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas tradition, holiday gathering. And this one is legitimately a guy who moves in with a kid who's obsessed with sandwiches. <laughs> what is it with your fucking sandwiches? Yeah. And I mean, he plans to, he plays Santa. He's a drunk. He pisses himself. He's mean to kids. I mean, he's the opposite of what Santa should be. And Mm -hmm. I can't stop laughing about it. Like, every time I watch it, I find something else that is absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely fucking amazing. Uh, Casey, your thoughts on Bad Santa? No, she pretty much stole every reason that I have for loving that movie because it's not your typical Christmas movie. It's totally off the cuff. It's raunchy humor, but mm-hmm. I, every time I see it, I still fucking laugh. So, and I will sentiment the same thing that Dre said in the chat. It is a fucking amazing movie. Yes, that it is. So, Bad Santa is on my long list. I did not put it in my top five. Not because it's not worthy of being there. Um, It just felt a little too obvious for me. And I figured that at least Casey was going to have it. So I thought I'd let you take that one. So, all right. Well, good for you guys. Dang. Same number. I I think I know one or two more of them. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) it is uh yeah that's legit i love it (laughs) i will say this for dre though before we move on to your number five since i don't get a number five that bad santa is a rom-com i mean i guess yeah it's more of a rom-com than fucking my girl, so Jesus, I'll give it to you. <laughs> You're insane. Listen here. I have websites that have it listed as a rom-com, so you can zip oh, it. Oh, I'm sure you do. Okay, my I'll number five. Not with the yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of websites are you looking at here? <laughs> Porn. See, Dre even looked it up, too. But, yes, I do have a... That was my point, though. Bad Santa is a rom-com. Okay, okay. Whatever. So, my number five is the only sort of cheesy movie on my list, but it does have a unique storyline, and I love it. 
So my number five is Holiday in Handcuffs. I don't think I've seen it's, that. It's 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 a little more obscure because it was like an ABC movie like back in porn. the day. What? Well, it's not porn, although I guarantee you there's a porno called Holiday in Handcuffs, but it is so it's um Mario Lopez and Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> George loves holiday in handcuffs. It can be found right under the title Santa Comes But Once a Year. Yes. <laughs> Only once. That's upsetting. Um, so basically it's um Melissa Joan Hart. She her family is very just like perfect and they expect her to be perfect and all this stuff. And her boyfriend is supposed to come celebrate Christmas with her and he dumps her the day he's supposed to go. So she she's working in this diner and she sees Mario Lopez and she kidnaps him at gunpoint and forces her to come home with her for Christmas. <laughs> like as her boyfriend? Yes. So she forces him. And, and so they go out to this cabin in the middle of nowhere. So she takes away his cell phone and um, like nobody's allowed to have phones. They're in the middle of nowhere. She's in charge of all the car keys. And so basically and she she explains it away to her parents. So he's trying to tell them she kidnapped me and they don't believe him. And so he has to like pretend to be her boyfriend. And it's so hilarious and it's, you know, sweet and it has a happy ending obviously. They actually fall in love, spoiler alert, but it's he actually really funny. Stockholm syndrome. No. Um you can watch it for free right now on Amazon Prime if you haven't seen it. It's actually really That's cute. Out. But um that's the only super cheesy movie on my list, but again, unique plot point, you know. So well, yeah. that was why I picked it. So, and it's one of my faves. So, <laughs> um, all right, Shannon, what's your number four? Jingle all the way. Nice. Oh my freaking god! Is that your number four too? Exactly my number four. <laughs> oh my I god. seriously. When we're done, if this keeps going the way lying? it's going, I will show you. I'll show you mine, too. I have it typed out on a cheesy little PowerPoint. I seriously don't want to show you my damn list right now because I still have three more. Yeah. But <laughs> This is not planned. Wow. Look at you guys. Oh, my. Shut up, Dre. You're lying. What? He's. It's his number four as well. <laughs> no. Have you not been around for all the group chats about put the cookie down? Put the cookie down. George, I was thinking the same thing when she said that. No. <laughs> George is not allowed to show anything on a list episode that I'm on. Because <laughs> it would be a cold Carl. <laughs> no. We don't actually do that. Um, I love when he's like, let me talk to your mother. She can't talk right now. She's next door petting Ted. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, I'm going to let you talk. But I have such the funniest story about this movie, which I think Casey has heard before. But this movie came out my I'm senior sorry, year of man. high school. And me and my girlfriends went to see it. And we were the only people in the theater besides, like, three old ladies. And... <laughs> <laughs> um when it got to that part oh, God. <laughs> thank you george 
trying to tell a story. Oh, <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> so when it gets to that part where so he's like, George "Let me talk to your mother." What George just outed you for doing full Carl's? Yeah, he can he can talk about it all he wants. He's not getting it, and I'm not receiving it. <laughs> um. Anyway, when the kid said she's next door petting Ted, we just died laughing because we're like seventeen year old girls, and that's just so funny, you know. Uh huh. And we could not stop laughing. These old ladies were giving us the death stares. Yeah, because they can't hear anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are these stupid brats laughing at? Um, it's not the petting the animal. <laughs> yeah, he he means Ted the dad, not Ted the reindeer, <laughs> and. It- Okay, so Shanda, why'd you pick Jingle All the Way? Great I'm pick. A huge Phil Hartman fan. I love Phil Hartman. Yeah. He, I don't know, he's just so quirky, but he's so believable in any role that he plays. I love his comedic timing. And then you mix it with Arnold, who is just ridiculous to begin with. You know, the fact that he's playing just a regular dad. But then he turns into, you know, the superhero. And then Sinbad, who's after the same toy. Sinbad's a amazing. mailman. I'm just like, you can't come up with a better, you know. And Tom Hanks' wife. We know, George. R.I.P. So, yeah. Rita. Yes, Love Rita. Her. What yeah. is Rita's last name? What is Rita's last name? Why am I? Yes. Wilson. Wilson. (laughs) Uh, uh, Casey, thoughts on Jingle All the Way? Freaking hilarious movie that still holds a lot of freaking weight with today's society. I mean. Turbo Man. Oh, yeah. Turbo Man. I couldn't think of the name. 30-year-old parents today can relate to going to the store and fighting over freaking playstations and cell phones and shit of that nature because their kid has to have brand new everything for freaking Christmas. For me, every generation. Yeah, I think every generation has that toy. For me, like the first one that I remember was Cabbage Patch. Yeah, for me, when I was a kid, it was Cabbage Patch. For me as a parent, it was fucking tickle me elmo yeah and then i remember do you remember the oopsie daisy doll mm-hmm. that crawl and fall and scream i wanted one so bad but both of my parents worked full time so whenever a store would get a new shipment they could never be there to get it so their yeah. second grandfather george my, wants my you to poor, tickle his elmo <laughs> my poor old grandpa <laughs> is battling these ladies trying to get his grand. Uh. Daisy and by George, I got one. Nice. Gramps would throw elbows for me. That's awesome. Yeah, George and I have so many vivid and terrifying memories of Tickle Me Elmo. God, that thing was fucking annoying. Mine went off without like any provocation. (laughs) Yeah, the Furbies did that. Abby, when we got Abby our first Furby. It would just go off in the middle of the night when everybody was sleeping. And I was like, nope, we're, we're putting that in the garbage. Yep. I gave mine to my grandpa. I was like, the power of Christ compels you. 
father had Alzheimer's and we gave him the thir- the Furby and he spent four talking to it. That's sweet. All right, well, you two are batting 100 and um, Jingle All the Way was on my long list but didn't make my top five because, again, I felt it was a little more oh. obvious. It's one of my favorites. What? Can I change my guess to three? For what? How many Shannon and I have in common because we haven't even touched the one that I knew. I know that I know we have in common. Sure. I don't care. You do. <laughs> All right. My number four is from 2016. So fairly new. I actually have another one that's fairly new as well. And it is the Jason Bateman classic office Christmas party. Oh, I had that on my list. It just didn't get into my top five. So, again, I picked it because of the unique storyline. That was how I had to... Why are you thumbs downing me? What's wrong with Office Christmas Party? Oh, humbug. Buy your own fucking humbug. Echo says you need to clean your glasses. (laughs) He can't see without his glasses. (laughs) I can't because I'm getting old. You know, that whole scenario in My Girl could have been avoided had she gotten a proper fitting ring. That damn moose would have fallen off. But he gave it to her, right? Yeah. She could have like been like, sorry, Thomas J. I can't wear this around my finger because it's really loose. Oh. So he shouldn't have... What? Wait, What? What's a line from my number one? He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> uh, Dre, calm your titas. Um, I I don't know if it's better. I they're both anyway. So office Christmas party. Uh, Jason Bateman. Um, this is just like an epic cast: Kate McKinnon, Jennifer Aniston, Randall Park. Like, just so many good people. A lot of And heavy. what? A lot of heavy, heavy hitters. A lot. I mean, and they got, what's his name from the NBA in there? I already forgot his name. Well, anyway, it didn't LeBron. matter. It was not LeBron. Um, it was somebody else. It was somebody, it was somebody from the Bulls because they were in Chicago, but I can't remember who it was. Um, anyway... Hilarious movie about just you know an office that's getting shut down, and then they throw the most epic Christmas party ever, and yeah, it's just crazy shenanigans, lots of fun. Um, so to answer Dre's question, I don't know the shenanigans on the Yeah, just don't type it in the fucking comments. You'll go to Facebook jail. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So to answer Dre, um. I put Office Christmas Party and the night before, and yes, George, you are correct, um, in about the exact same spot. Um, the night before is hilarious, and I highly recommend it. Jimmy Butler, thank you. Thank you, Dre. Thank you. That was going to drive me insane. Jimmy Butler. Um, I picked Office Christmas Party just because I, I'm a huge Jason Bateman fan. Anything he does... Like, sign me up. So. That dry humor. Yeah, it's amazing. Sarcasm. Top tier. Uh, yes. 
And he's so adorable. He is. So, but, so the, spoiler alert, the night before didn't make my list. I had it first and then I changed it to Office Christmas Party, but both are amazing. So. All right, Shanna, number three. Let's see if you and Casey are going to keep batting 100. This one is going to be controversial. Not that it's on my list, but the position that it takes on my list. Okay. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Why? Because you think people think it should be higher on the list? Yeah. I yeah. know a lot of people think, you know, and it, it is. It is an iconic classic. One that I watch over and over every year. In fact, I watch <laughs> it this afternoon. Sorry, Shanna. And yes, George, I would do it for Jason Bateman. In case you're wondering where you rank on the list. <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's one of those movies that you watch with friends. And you can, you know, y'all banter back and forth and shout lines, you know, verbatim. And it's just, it's a vibe and I love it. It's just it's not so quotable. Yeah. Casey, is that your number one? Yep. I knew it. <laughs> Look at you guys. I, I knew that was Casey's number one. What? I will freaking go to war with anybody that says anything bad about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Agreed. The only thing I mean, bad to say about it is I wish it were longer. <laughs> yes. I wish I mean, there were more shit. And can I just for a second throw out a plot hole that I'm just like, that frustrates me every time I watch it. The part where he's trapped in the attic and he falls through down onto the bunk bed, his feet do. He's already got a damn hole in the ceiling. Just punch through and get out. But that bed was so close, he might not have been able to fit. I would have figured it out. I, would I have, don't know, maybe. I would have waffle stomped that bed down. <laughs> okay, so Dre is making a point here that it's the best vacation. It is. And I think I agree, but in three, two, one, George is going to have a comment to say about that. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Put in a dollar, I got a car. Put in a dollar, I got a car. <laughs> Christmas Vacation is just, it's one of the ultimate Christmas movies. It is like, iconic. It's so fucking quotable. It's, I mean, I have the little moose mug ornament lamp and, you know, <laughs> uh-oh, <laughs> we're signing them up for a debate. Um, uh -oh. Yeah, you could, I'll host it. Because <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually kind of split even on this one. I love Christmas Vacation. I love Vegas Vacation. If I had to pick one, I would pick Christmas Vacation. But they're both, like, real close. Um, but, yeah. So, again, on my list, didn't make my top five for the reasons I already said. But, Casey, why is it your number one? It's an amazing freaking movie that... what 30 years later i still laugh at like a little freaking immature little child you serious Clark? i'm sorry that chubby chase's meltdown at the end of the movie is epic <laughs> yes 
I mean, it's probably one of my all-time favorite Chevy Chase scenes of all time in any movie that he's ever been in. Oh, yeah, it's fucking amazing. Holy shit, where's the Tylenol? Yes. <laughs> where, when I, is Randy Quaid in a Speedo in Christmas Vacation? Randy Quaid. When is he in a Speedo in Christmas Vacation? When he's when Clark's having the fantasy about the pool in the backyard. Oh, that's he's right. The white yeah. <laughs> Are you I doubting mean, your husband's movie knowledge? I mean, he he's been known to get it wrong a time or two. I think it's I think it's Tiger Print. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah, and he's got the hat. And doesn't he have a wife beater on in the yeah. in Christmas it vacation? In and you can see the bottom of the wife beater <laughs> and the leg of the the speedo. Mm. And then you've got his giant bulge in those pants when they're at Walmart or wherever they are. <laughs> or when he has when they're drinking out of the moose nut or the moose yeah. moose cups that he's got the dicky underneath the the mint or the forest green dicky underneath the tight white sweater. <laughs> see the collar? Yeah. He surprised Clark. If I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> or when he tells right? us, like, I want to get the kids, you know, we want to help get the kids a nice Christmas season. Like, while you're at it, I'd like to get you something real nice. Real nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cousin Eddie is just the best. I love yes. him. I mean, he's disgusting, but I love him. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you guys are going to have the exact same list. I guess we're going to see, but I doubt it. So I'm, I I'm still winning because nobody has any of mine yet. So but... do I actually get to reveal one of mine now? Oh, yes, you do. You're number three, Casey. Yay, Ooh. finally. <clears throat> I will totally get support from Dre on this one. Because he has said it as well as I believe it in my heart of hearts. That this hard. is the... Die Hard is not a comedy. It's not a comedy. I was going to say, if you pick Die Hard, you're fired. <laughs> Comedic elements to it. Yeah. It's an action movie. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yeah. But this, my number three is the best movie in the franchise. It is a brief cameo from Amanda's favorite, POTUS. It um, has the acting legend Tim Curry in it. I it, is it is the sequel to the 1990 movie Home Alone. It is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Now I can show you my shirt. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> Filthy animal. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. I'm vomiting in my mouth, George. Thanks. Yeah, Don't Home Alone 2. Carl. Home Alone 2 is a fucking classic. Yeah. I they both are to me, but I grew up on Home Alone. We watched it every Thanksgiving. That was like our tradition. But yeah, Home Alone 2 Gray is and amazing. Santa and I have all kinds of shit on our list in common because we all have taste. That's not fair because all of these movies would make my list. I told you why I chose the way I chose because I otherwise there's no way I could have done it. And part like, of, the of finding Christmas movies is finding ones that somebody hasn't watched and introduced right. someone to them. 
And so it's like when you read a book and, or you see someone reading a book that you really enjoyed. It's like that book is introducing you to a person. So it's right. like the same way with movies. If, you know, you're talking to someone and they're like, oh my goodness, you know, you have to see this movie. A movie recommendation from someone is the ultimate gift. That was right. the whole beauty behind the idea of an evening at the movies. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I told Dre that I wanted to give him some Christmas movies that he maybe hasn't heard of, or maybe they're more along his lines of such good comedies that you don't care about it being about Christmas. Right. So. And, and by the way, before we move on, speaking of book recommendations, do not ever get a book recommendation from that one. Why? She gave me a freaking twisted-ass freaking book to read and fuck with my head. What is it? Verity. <laughs> oh, I haven't read that. Girl. George, I am not revealing your Trump comments. You can keep those to yourself, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Mean it. <laughs> Amanda does oh, not yeah. get political on any on the sip list unless it's yes she does but we're not doing it today <laughs> not today satan so shanna do you have home alone I, mean me, I do not have home alone too finally you guys have oh, one not in common that was gonna be a clean sweep there for a minute <laughs> so did i um okay well do you want to say anything else about Home Alone 2? It's fucking amazing. It is. Very true. I guess that's all that needs to be said. I think, uh, <laughs> I think the booby traps at the end of the movie are a lot better than they were in the first movie. And let's be honest, like, if I were his uncle and came home to find my house like that, I'd be pissed. Yeah. But you know what? It just gets blamed on the contractors, I guess. <laughs> or the robbers. Yeah. Oh, those guys. They're the best. Those sticky bandits. We're the sticky bandits. <laughs> Shut up, Matt. All right. Well, my number three is one that Dre is not going to like because he told me that he hates it already. Um, Don't. Say it. Kevin is Kevin is not a criminal. He's just trying to defend himself. They're the criminals. He's just trying to. He the best defense is house. a good offense, Dre. He lured them into traps that most people would die from. <laughs> and after the first movie, when they realized people would believe they survived all those traps, they were like, let's go harder in part two. Let's drop bricks on their heads. Yeah. Two or three stories well, up. Dre has, a, Dre has a point, though. He broke and entered at his uncle's house. He attempted to murder Harry and Marv. They attempted to murder him first. They tried what? to take him into the park and were going to kill him. Yeah, how many times did so they which part, which part of two wrongs don't make a right? Alarm went off. The best defense is a good offense. I said it. I said what I said. Okay, Tom Brady. <laughs> All right. So, Dre, just ignore me for a minute while I talk about my number three, because you already told me you don't like it, but I don't really care. My number three... If it's the one I think is, it is, I will speak for him. I don't care what you say. This is my show, and I can like what I like. 
Bad Mom's Christmas. I love that movie. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's, it's it's just as funny as the first one, in my opinion. Yeah, and especially if you're a mom who feels like they have are being held to unrealistic standards. Yeah. Just, you know, putting your foot down, being like, "Fuck it," you know, you're gonna make mistakes, so why not own them and just have fun? I'm gonna steal my Christmas tree from Foot Locker instead of going to get a Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Judy. And that's just, you know, Catherine Hahn is so amazing. Like, yeah. everybody is funny, but I just, I love her little love story with Hottie McHottie, Justin Hartley. That yeah. whole waxing scene makes the whole movie worth it. Yes, she's hilarious. <laughs> I loved her How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes, she was really cute. In that. She's yeah. good in everything. Mm-hmm. Um. When they're at the bar and she's like, I love his smile. She's like, I'm going to fuck his dick off tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I love that part. And the little girl with the, oh my fucking God. Uh (laughs) And yes, uh, you want me to spread my butt cheeks for you? She's like, no one's ever offered to do that. Their little romance thing is so cute and it's so fucked up. And you're like, what is happening here? But um, (laughs) But here for it. Yes. And then is it Christine Baranski? I mean, she's like a Christmas queen to me. She does so much Christmas stuff. And mm-hmm. she, I don't know. I, just, I feel like the whole movie is really funny. Um, still, it's Christmassy. The scene with Wanda Sykes. Oh, my God. She's like, you come here and you want to know what's wrong with my mom. And the answer is, you motherfucker. <laughs> Be nice to your mom. You're the one who fucked her shit up. <laughs> when he's telling her how he became a stripper he was like i was a firefighter and this guy came up to me and was like do you have a big cock and he was like well i do and (laughs) the rest is history yep so sorry dre i don't care what you say that movie is fucking hilarious casey what the fuck is your problem nothing i'm waiting for my next turn because i don't have anything nice to say about you're freaking number three. You're very uninterested. And you accuse me of being a rude ass, so I'm going to try and <laughs> give you a Christmas gift early and be polite. Well, thanks. Well, wait, so why don't you like that movie? Honestly, I could just never really get into it. Oh. It's not your cup of tea? I've yeah. tried watching it and I fall asleep. Oh, Wow. Yeah, the original is definitely better, Dre. I agree with you. Um, But as sequels go, a lot of times it's really hard to follow up something, especially that good, because Bad Moms was very original. Yes. It was was the first time we really saw something like that. And so, yeah, I think that was hard to follow up. um, And I thought they did a really good job. So, anyway. All right. Well... I'm three for three so far with nobody having my picks, and I think it's going to keep going. So, Shanna, what's your number two? My number two is one I don't think that anyone will have on their list, and I rewatched it again today. It is a Netflix original, and it is called Love Hard. I have not watched that, but I want to. It is absolutely hysterical. It has Nina Dobrev in it. And she plays a cynical magazine article writer. 
And her spiel is that she dates guys and then it always ends crappy. So she ends up meeting someone across the country. Like her friend is like, we got to expand your Tinder profile or your Tinder range. So she puts <laughs> the entire United States. So she lives there. Yeah. And this guy lives in New York. So they hit it off and she's like, I'm going to, cause he sent her a text message and he's like, I hope that I wish you were here for Christmas. So she gets it in her head. She's going to fly across the country and surprise him. And chaos ensues. Is this the one where he catfished her? Yeah. Okay. I remember seeing previews for that. Yeah. That looks hilarious. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's fantastic. It is hilarious. Okay. I will definitely check it out now. It's on my list, but now that I know somebody who's seen it. Yeah. I loved it. I watched it when it first came out and I was like, this is really cute. And then it's kind of the, one of those ones where you love it, but then you don't rewatch it. And then I was trying to figure out this list and I was like, eh, Christmas movies. And I was like, wait. And it's a play on the whole Die Hard thing because they have a debate about what their favorite Christmas movie is. <laughs> nice. Casey, I'm assuming you didn't have that one, or did you? Nope. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, okay. So, did you say your num was your number two already, or no? Pick no, Casey. My number. I only have my number two left. Number one was oh, that's right. National Lampoon. He's a giant number two. <laughs> Who does number two? Who work? does number two work for? Thank you. Oh my God, you do have a freaking same brain. Just like me and you. So the three of us are going to be like this. It's going to be Guma. Add another person. <laughs> All right, Casey. What's your number two? This is your last chance to have one in common with me. I probably don't because I don't think you're going to go this direction. But so I will go into my spiel because I haven't gotten a chance to talk a lot tonight because Shanna already had all my freaking picks. So um, my, my all-time favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Carol. But with that said, A Christmas Carol is not a comedy. But oh, Scrooge I know is yep. a comedy. Yes. So I think A Christmas Carol is a very dark and eerie cautionary tale. And Scrooge captures all of that in a nice pretty package with a bow on it, but <laughs> tells the story with in a very humorous way. And I'm not going to lie, Bill Murray as the star of the movie is a fucking amazing. So. Oh, here you go. You and Dre finally get to disagree on some shit. What is the best version of A Christmas Carol if it's not Scrooged? Jim Carrey? Tune in, tomor no, tune, I'm, tune I'm with in tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow night to Masturbators Presents the Drafts, and you will find out. Spoiler alert. Oh, 
All right. Touche, Dre. Touche. Muppets. That might be a little bit you might that might be a little bit better, or they're like right there together. I'm with you. Um I'm with you, Casey. Scrooge is the best. It's the best. I don't think I've ever seen Scrooge. (gasps) What? Casey, what are you doing? Did she just say... No, she just said she hasn't seen Scrooge. I know, right? If I did, it was... I was was having a heart attack. But to be fair, when all those movies came out and stuff, I didn't live in the States, and we didn't have English-speaking television. Oh. So, a lot of the stuff I didn't watch. Okay, you need to go watch it as soon as we get done. Okay. Look, it's a toaster! (laughs) (laughs) I saw Scrooge in the theater. My dad took me and my brother to see it, and I just, as a little kid, remember just laughing my ass off. And then, as I got older, how it happens when you watch movies like that, um, the jokes make more sense. And the movie gets funnier because as a kid, you don't get all the innuendo. And as an adult, you do. <laughs> Why is he showing us his water bottle? There's a sure. lot of innuendo in that movie. There is. <laughs> um, okay. Casey and I are giving you homework, Shanna. Scrooge. Down now. Immediately. So, George, you were incorrect. But when I first made this list, Scrooge was my number one. But because I changed my criteria for how I was making the list, I took Scrooged off. So I don't have it. But so before we get George to your number correct. one, also the other subject of the night of Shanna homework that is going to piss me off even more because Shanna has agreed to watch The Friends. <laughs> yes, I did. And we all know how much Dre loves the friends. (laughs) You shut your whorish mouth. What are you talking to me about right now? Also, whore is spelled with a W, you dumbass. Um, yeah, That's we're going to get Shanna University education for you. Hey, fuck you. We went to the University of Central Oklahoma. Go Broncos. Anyway. All right. You were so, born in Nago into. Who? What? What born in into? Uh, it's like the Cheez-It Bowl or something like that. The butthole bowl. Yeah, or the wish.com bowl. George, what bowl are we going to? Is it maybe OSU got the cheese it bowl? I can't remember. I don't know. Either anyway, stupid. Bronchos! Woo! Anyway, Either way, sorry. neither of the two of them deserve to be playing football in December. Okay, Washington State University, clam your tits. I really can't. Oh yeah, I was right. Hey, we're Cheez-It. playing in fucking California. <laughs> We're playing in the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, so zip it. Is that a real fucking thing? Yes. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel is sponsoring the L.A. Bowl this year. In the words of that cute little girl from Bad Mom's Christmas, 
Oh my fucking god. <laughs> okay. All right. That's cool. Good for him. I'm yeah. not complaining. It's a bowl. We're freaking playing in December. It's a bowl. So, okay. We're playing on to my in December than Oklahoma is. Actually, I think we're playing on New Year's Eve. Oh, well, maybe not then. Not by much, though. <laughs> George going to piss you off. <laughs> no, because it's going to be the Pac-10 after next year, so. And the Big 12 is going to be the Big 10. And the Big 10 is going to be the Big 14 or some shit like that. I don't even know. It's going to be crazy. And the SEC is going to be everyone is on their balls even more. So. Oh, December 30th. Larry. December 30th. Buddy! Hi, buddy! He's making He's a good boy. Yeah. He's a good boy. <laughs> Jack's going to hear me from downstairs and be like, who the fuck oh. is she talking to? He's a good boy. Okay, on to my number two. Um, Don't kick it. Don't kick it. There you go. Oh, you want to stay? Okay. For as much as Shannon and I have had in common, I'm surprised we haven't had any choices in common, but also not, because like I said, I went off the whatever. But this is the only one that I thought potentially maybe one of you guys would have. This one doesn't have so much of an original storyline as the other ones do, but it's one of my favorites and it's fucking hilarious. And it gets slept on a lot as a Christmas movie. Hi, Echo. Just Friends. I was so close to putting that on there. I watched that last night. I did too. I love that movie when Ryan Reynolds is in the suit and he's singing, I swear. Yes. And so on a weekly, if not two or three times a weekly basis, George and I are always like, I'm busy. Yep. She's like, Chris, Chris, hey, I'm busy. I want to eat off. Yeah. <laughs> Forgiveness <coughs> is more than more than saying sorry. <laughs> to forgive is divine. So, so let's have a glass of wine and have make that. Until the end of time, 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 time. time. <laughs> time. <laughs> That's the best part. And she's like, maybe I should try it in a vibrato. <laughs> he does echo. Me and Shanna are no, carrying this shit right now. <laughs> I'm being polite because I got yelled at for being rude earlier. Don't take everything so personally. Jesus. I'm not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not being moody. I'm being a smart ass. Clam your tits. Oh, the part when she asked the little brother how old he is. And she's like, so, like, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's hot. <laughs> And I'm sorry because I know that it's the worst and I would never say this, but I still laugh when he's like, raise your hand if your brother's a homo. <laughs> or when he was like, I totally slapped the ham to that like an hour. <laughs> and mom's like, what, what ham did you slap? <laughs> Not the ham that I'm serving <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Just Friends? I've never seen Just Friends. What? Oh my god, now I have homework. I think we all do now. Ow! Okay, Casey, we're going to do a watch party on Plex, and you're going to watch Just Friends with me. I'm going to watch two. There's only three good Ryan Reynolds movies. Are you serious? Yes. What three? Educate me. Van Wilder. Uh-huh. Deadpool. Uh-huh. Deadpool 2. The Proposal. The Proposal. Just Friends. Spirited. I haven't watched that one yet either. And yeah, Van Wilder's amazing. <laughs> Write that down. I also like him. Mind in you, in a fun fact from Van Wilder, the guy that yeah. plays Sick Boy in that movie. I graduated from high school with. Nice. He's not sick in real life, right? No. Okay. <laughs> what I've were you saying, Shanna? No, I've Jason, Jason is cool. Several times. I'm sorry. What? Uh, sorry, sorry. I've eaten breakfast about 10 feet from Jason Momoa several times. Excuse me? Yeah. His family Iowa. And he goes... Okay. One of my favorite breakfast places. Very nice. Yes. He smells just as good as he. As he <laughs> if I can smell bacon and Jason Momoa in the same morning, I'm happy. Ooh, yeah. Somebody should bottle that and turn it into a candle. Oh, yeah. You could call it bacon Momoa. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, Casey, Just Friends is amazing, and I promise. Oh, thank you, George. Another good one. I promise, Casey, you would laugh. Safe House was a good one. Uh, I think that was, was that Denzel that was in that with him? Red Notice, too, was good. Red Notice was, yeah, Red Notice was pretty decent. So Wasn't that the one with Dwayne? Yes. I don't know why right, I never Casey, watched it. I'm, I'm your plobster, and I'm telling you, you will love Just Friends. Yes. Sorry, Trey, I forgot. I, who was in Safe House? I think it was Denzel. George, Green Lantern was not great. Let's be honest. <laughs> Green Lantern sucked hairy bat balls. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as Green Hornet, but it was still pretty bad. All right. Not a bubba. We're down to number ones. Not Shanna. mine. I know, because you're so cool. We already got yours. My number one. Oh. My butt. Did you say you're going to stick something in your butt? <laughs> this is a cold car. <laughs> Ew. Hey, we're not judging. Just don't not, do it right now. You're yum. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, number so one. Number one is going to be very, very obvious. Um, I have memories of going to see this movie with my grams, and it is Home Alone. Nice. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. It's classic. I'm smacking the ham. <laughs> what ham did you slap? <laughs> Not the one for dinner. 
Jamie smiles. Okay, sorry. Home Alone. Yes. I love it because, you know, it does. I picked my number one not so much because of the movie, but because of the memories that are associated with it and the emotions that come along with those memories. So that is my number one. We'll watch it over and over and over every year. I'll watch it in the summer. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. George. Okay. So I think George missed the beginning where I explained my choices because under normal circumstances, that's a correct statement. Um, Because yeah, Home Alone's a classic. Like, it's just. Two's better. It's so, I don't know. I mean, two is great, and I think it holds up very, very well. Um, but the first one is just so original. And, yeah, there's so many plot holes. Thank you, and, Greg. You know, things in today's technology that don't hold up or make sense. But as a kid, they both who didn't have think a that kind of plot holes. Well, I know, I know. Like, the Plaza Hotel is not going to let a kid check into a hotel room. Like, we all know it's, you know, fictional, but... Much easier for a kid to hide out alone in their home and avoid detection than it is for them to yeah. New York City. I mean, and you and you can ask George. <laughs> what? Uh, is that the, the British one that I'd never watched? <laughs> Home Alone 3 had Scarlett Johansson in it. Oh, Jesus. That's still not I enough for me to watch it. For I know the the newest one was like a straight to Netflix or Hulu or something, and it was a British family. Because I, I remember that um, one of the robbers was uh, what's her name from The Office, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. What's her name? Why can't I not remember her name? Anyway, wow, but I don't really remember. Yeah, that's um, like if I have to watch it in accents or with accents, I'm not doing it i don't want to <laughs> oh that's funny attention to a movie and like i will get so excited about reading a description of a movie that i'll be like sweet and i'll start playing it and then they'll have accents and i will immediately tap out i'll be like no why you are gonna love january 18th episode of an evening at the movies they thank you, Gray. They just pet all of my peeves. Wow. Yeah. Accent. Like, they uh they yum all my yummy parts. <laughs> accents. British like, accents, Australian accents. It, I talk to someone who has an accent, like just regular, but for entertainment value, no thanks. <laughs> Speaking of accents, so then love actually oh is God, not a movie it, you like. <laughs> no, it's just creepy. Oh. Like, I think Love Actually is, like, the epitome of creepy. Like, no, seriously, this dude stalks a woman who's already with someone, point A. Point two, the dude, like, tries to take his best friend's girl by showing up at his house with signs. Point C, the dude tries to convince the housemaid or whatever, mm-hmm. doesn't even speak a word of English, to marry him. I mean, that's a, they're all creepatologists. Wow. Casey? I've given it some thought. Clearly. I was just going to say before we moved on from accents, 
I absolutely love Jamie Lee Curtis's fetish for accents in A Fish Called Wanda. <laughs> oh, George. An Australian accent and red hair. It's like George's George's dream girl. Actually, you like Margot Robbie, too, George's and she's blonde. But... I thought George's dream girl was Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Not anymore. I Bye, Dre. Love you. Thanks. Bye, Dre. Statistically, the least, most, the least accented state in the United States. Hmm. Like when newscasters in other states are training to be, you know, news anchors, they train with videos from Iowa newscasters to lessen hmm. their own accents. Interesting. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, so since George, you're watching, I'm going to tell you that I made my choices um, with choosing uh, unique storylines. So Christmas movies that are funny, but that have a storyline that isn't like, which Home Alone could totally fit that. So I could have easily gone with it, but I was trying to go with less obvious choices. Um, so George, you're going to like my number one pick. I think I'm going to get a lot no, of hate for it. No, he will. He likes this movie. Um, and I think people are probably going to hate me for it. And um... Don't you say the <laughs> E-word. Don't you say it's the E-word. It's not Elf. But Elf is also a very original storyline. It is cute. George, Fox I called him Elf. I called him Cornholio earlier, George. <laughs> Um, my number one. I still need TP for my bunghole. You what? I still need TP for my bunghole. Oh well, hold it in. If you on this call, yeah. If you've held uh, on this long, I mean, I'm sure you've got an itch by now. Yeah, I got a turtle head poking out. If you let yeah. it dry, itches, you've let it dry too long. <laughs> Anyway, George, I went off the reservation with my choices. If you heard them all, you should understand that. My number one is a very obscure movie that not a lot of people have seen, I don't think, called Surviving Christmas. Evidently George has. <laughs> that movie! <laughs> is that the Ben Affleck and yes. Gandolfini one? Yes. I love that movie. And what's her name? The mom from Home Alone and Moira Rose. And Christina Applegate. This yeah. movie is full of stars. Yeah. Thank you for saying so, that and not making me say I don't do that. What? Say her name. Christina Applegate? No. Oh, Moira Catherine Rose. Catherine O'Hara from oh. Schitt's Creek. My list is not stupid. You're stupid. And glad you better be glad you're sleeping in a hotel tonight, not at home. I'd beat your ass. All right. <laughs> so he might for those enjoy that. that. <laughs> yeah, well. For those that don't know, Surviving Christmas um came out in 2004, and it's basically about this megalomaniac who goes to his childhood home for Christmas and is having some kind of mental breakdown. And pays this family $250,000 to pretend to be his family for Christmas. And it is fucking hilarious. Oh. 
It is so funny and cute and a little predictable, but still, it's just, it's so funny. So question, if someone showed up at your doorstep and said, I will pay you $250,000 for you to pretend to be my family and let me stay with you for a while, would you do it? No fucking way. I mean, if it was Ben Affleck, yeah, I'll pay you to stay here, but... (laughs) I would have with James Gandolfini, too. Yeah, no. I mean, it's a very, you know, something that would never happen, most likely, because people would just be calling the cops, but (laughs) George says absolutely, so... (laughs) Um, Casey, have you seen this movie? No. It's super cute. It's really funny... And it's just, it's so different. That's, and that's kind of why I picked it because it's like you have this family that has their own set of problems and they're, you know, it's, it, isn't it in, or it's in Illinois, but it feels like it's in Jersey for whatever reason. Oh, it did feel like it. I think it's, it's because of Gandolfini. Yeah. As that, but it's to him. Yeah. It, but you got this rich guy that comes in and he's like, okay, well, hey, my mom made cookies like this. And like he's calling a mom and dad and he's like, Hey, Dad, put on this Santa hat while we go look for Christmas trees. And he's just, like, fully into this gig of pretending this is his actual family. And they're all like, what the fuck? (laughs) But he's paying them, so they have to go along with it. Right. He's paying them good, too. I watched it today, George. Watched it today. And you know Ben Affleck. He's my number one at everything. So, Is that pre or post back tattoo? Pre, I'm pretty sure. So, in an effort to be honest, here's my list. Uh, I believe you guys. I I doodled it. I like. I made it pretty. I like it. See, George, I need an iPad so that I can get a digital planner like that. Christmas is coming. Why why are you talking about Isla Fisher again? Very nice. Well, mine's on paper. Queenie. That's awesome. Well, look at you guys having so many in common. Um, so Shanna, I don't know if uh <laughs> um do you have any honorable mentions? I did have a couple of honorable mentions. Um, I did have um what was it? Oh, God. Now I drew a blank. Uh, last Holiday. Mm, yes, that's a good one. And then, um, oh, let me look. Uh, I can't remember. Um, what was that one? I can't remember what it was. I had like, I think it was Four Christmases. Yeah. I love Four Christmases. Yeah. <laughs> Mistletoe! I love Vince Vaughn. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> Why would I want to do what the dishes? Yeah. She was my first Asian. George loves him some wedding crashers. Yes. Uh, Casey, any honorable mentions? Sucks. Okay, so I'm going to say this and it, one, it's not a cop-out and two, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I Honestly, I'm not a huge Christmas movie fan. So most of my favorites in 
the Christmas genre are going to be more along the lines of A Christmas Carol and the cartoon classics that we grew up on Frosty and Rudolph and the Grinch and all of that. So I was lucky to come up with five comedies to fill out my top five. So I'm kind of surprised the Jim Carrey. I have no. The Jim Carrey, uh, what? The Grinch? I prefer. I prefer the cartoon version personally. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I thought he did a great job. I thought it was funny. He did. He did. Oh, I like well, both. And my, I, I don't think. They say he has a horrible adaptation at all. Because he has hair coming out between his I toes. I like it better than. I like the Jim Carrey version better than I like some of the newer shit that they've done. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Well, um, you'll have to watch a few of the movies we suggested then, Casey. Um, but I also had, I had honorable mentions. I had The Ref. Yes. Which is really, really funny. Um, Why Him? Which is yes. uh, James Bring. Franco and Brian oh, Cranston. I get that one confused with um, the one with Ashton Kutcher and Zoe Saldana and Bernie Mac. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, oh, crap. What's that called? Yeah, I can't. I'm drawing a blank but, too. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and they also had Daddy's Home too, which I think is a really cute, funny. Daddy's Home's hilarious, and the second one is just, it's super funny. Yeah. So. Well, all right. So, look at you two. Three in common. Look at me being right with the zero. I like right. it. Um. All right. Well, Casey, uh, do you want to talk about anything that's coming up on an evening at the movies? Buckle up, because here we go. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> and away we go. Basically, here in the next couple weeks, we will be wrapping up everything Eddie Murphy month. Um, Hills Cop, Coming to America, and Shrek. We will also be kicking off um, the greatest movie for bracket and voting for that will open up on December 20th so stay tuned for that um, coming up in January we've got uh, Gone with the Wind Departed Shanna will be making her debut on an evening at the movies to discuss that one um, we've got Ratatouille coming up we've got um Moulin Rouge coming up, and oh, 12 Angry Men with Freddie from Bracket Bastards. And then the week after that, we have the not only my birthday episode of The Sip List, but the two year anniversary of An Evening at the Movies. So. And I'm just going to say it now because I know Harvey's going to listen. I don't know that Harvey has been informed yet. But for Harvey, who may or may not know, he's being invited to participate in my birthday bracket, which is the greatest Garth Brooks songs of all time. 
So, ha ha. Hmm. Hard boundary. Yeah, that the Garth one is going to be great, but yeah, we can't really create a playlist, so people just have to figure it out. But hopefully, people know most of the YouTube songs, it. and then there's YouTube. There's always YouTube. So I don't know a lot of Garth Brooks songs. I love. I know a lot of the older ones because the guy I dated in high school worked at a country music station. Oh, nice. So I was kind of forced to listen to a lot of it. Um, so. That Garth's a hometown boy for me, so and was also kind Literally. of on all his music. Yeah. Well, I think he's from Stillwater, but or close to Stillwater, but still. He is close from Stillwater. Like 45 minutes away. So well, well, wait a minute. Technically, I think on his birth certificate it says Ada, Oklahoma. How do you know what his birth certificate is? <laughs> And Ada is not close to Stillwater. I don't think. I have no idea what the hell is close to Stillwater. I've only been to Oklahoma one time, and that was to see Gene. Ada is not close to Stillwater. All right, maybe he grew up in Stillwater. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, you only drove through well, Oklahoma. I'm sure so. probably like everybody else moved around and didn't live in the same town his whole entire life. I'm sure you've got one of those maps on your wall with the red pegs on it following him around, creep, right? Probably. Oh, you George. don't judge. He was born at 9.47 p.m. His nurse's <laughs> name was Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how we all just pretend the whole Chris Gaines thing didn't even happen. Like, <laughs> like are, we, are we not, are we going to forget emo Garth Brooks? <laughs> I had honestly forgotten about it. I don't know if that was selective memory. It was a very short stint. <laughs> All right. Well, that is thank not you one guys. of my favorite topics to discuss. Yeah, it, it was a vibe, I guess. Like, did he just um, think he was going to know it was him? No, I, I he told me it was like his alter ego. The deal, the deal was they were there was supposed to be a music faux biopic about the singer Chris Gaines and he figured why not create the character release the CD so that when the movie comes out everybody that goes to the movie will already know the music so they might enjoy the movie more the studio pulled out of the movie so all that was left was the CD and he's left to look like a freaking moron for releasing a damn alter ego now Emo. He's the ultimate the method actor. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. A lot here. of people this have made millions fun. of dollars on being method actors. I I didn't say they don't. I just yeah, he was he was really into it. Good for him. I wasn't being argumentative. He had, wait, he had he, that one whole album. Something tells me he wore eyeliner. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Black hair, like down his forehead, eyeliner, Black very fingernails. Yeah, I remember that now. I remember the the hair swoop, like with one automatic <laughs> yes. eyeliner. Yeah, it was like literally, it's like diagonal over like his right eye, like Fallout Boy hair. Yes, uh, and what's crazy is I don't really remember the whole CD, but I remember that one song, "Lost in You," which I really liked. It wasn't a far cry from his original music, so it didn't feel like 
like with that look, you expected him to be like rocking out or something. Yeah, I can no. I it's just cringy. <laughs> I forgive him. It will I don't all forgive him for cheating on discussed. his wife with Trisha Yearwood, but <laughs> okay. Casey already knows how I feel about that. I'm not excusing it by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't see why people have to freaking hate on him for it when they don't hate on every other freaking celebrity that's done it. Home wrecking. He's not sluts. the only unfaithful. He's not the but, only person so, that's done it. Why does everybody have to hate on him? I equate it to June and Johnny. Yes, was their love a great love story and all that stuff? Yes, but they were out there banging and singing songs together like they were in love while they were still married to other people. Mm -hmm. Fucking bullshit. Yep. Fucking bullshit. And then the wives are made to feel like they're the crazy ones because they suspect something. Yep. Fuck Johnny Cash. Fuck Garth Brooks. Love their music. And glad they got to be happy, but fuck the way they went about it. They don't That's get to be happy at the expense of someone else. Yeah. To go on there. I'm not when saying they were up on stage. Is perfect. I'm just saying no. other people have done it and don't get freaking half the hate that he gets. But when I, you're public eye, you're opening yourself up for that. I, oh, think yeah, it's I the agree 100%. I think it's the performing part of it. It's the him and Trisha being up there singing that song in another's eyes to each other, pretending like they're not a thing. Oh, we are just friends when they're both fucking and are both married to other people. And it's mm -hmm. like, that's just a stab in the heart to watch that, you know, and listen to that and know that that's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, the same with Johnny and June. It was the same thing. They're up there singing these songs about being in love, saying that they're not in love when they really are. And they have, you know, I don't know. I have no right to judge. Nobody's perfect, but it just really bums me out because I really loved Garth Brooks and that just puts a whole stain on it for me. But that's just me. I just often not look at his personal life and just enjoy the professional life. Yeah, I agree. And I know I'm a bad person, but somehow I judge Trisha, Trisha Yearwood worse for it and I shouldn't. And I don't know why I do that, but I have like a visceral response to seeing her and hearing her music, but I think it's because, like, we have that unwritten girl code thing where you don't go after someone else's man. Like, as women, we hold each other to that standard. Yeah, maybe. We see a woman doing it. Yeah, <laughs> and then she ate your hoe no mo. Fries. Sorry, I was... Fries. Yeah, so anyway, that was a long tangent. But either way, we'll be discussing Garth Brooks' songs, and I'm excited because his catalog oh. is... Definitely well, to be celebrated. That was a long tangent. You people need to go back and listen to my first couple episodes on the show. About what? I said if you think, if listeners think that tangent was long, they need to go back and listen to Holiday Friends and Holiday fucking How I Met Your Mother. I should release the director's cut of the first episode that was three and a half hours. <laughs> anyway. I will be watching an episode of Friends I think this three week. and a half hours. So... Are you starting at the beginning? Yes. Okay, good. What? Keep us updated. She's watching Friends. All right. Anyway, thanks, you guys, for being here. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Have a Merry Christmas. Hope we introduced you to some new movies or reintroduced you to some favorites that you want to go check out.
So uh, talk to you soon. Love you guys. And when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Bye. Peace and hair grease. <laughs> uh